Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. You can stick it to the man and big tech. Join our FTL social mastodon at social.freetalklive.com. You control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number here. You can call in to bring up whatever is on your mind. 603-283-6160 and in the studio with you tonight on Free Talk Live, it's me, Bonnie, Riley, and Nikki. And tonight, one thing we're talking about, this from KSL.com, which is a um utah wide newspaper i don't know what the k stands for but K it's a uh, ksl is a broadcast like it's tv and radio broadcast station out of salt lake so that's their website yeah so or whatever. It's like aren't K, the letters always like random i think they always start right? with k right at least radio it, oh wait, radio's like if, w if it's radio it's either k or w i don't know i think tv might be the same hmm. yeah i don't know what it means but yeah. it means K's something salt lake in this instance <laughs> yeah and the story that they have here that's pretty funny, Utah lawmakers don't want calendars of elected officials made public. Wait, the that's people weird. that are supposed to be representing the people don't want their calendars public? Oh, right. like a Google calendar or something? Like their, their schedules? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's what I, I was assuming. thinking I of. Like, yet. <laughs> I was thinking of like, you know how sometimes um, they'll have like... Models will make like a calendar, oh. like a real like hang up calendar, and I'm like, yeah, that'd be weird, but I don't see why there needs to be like a- anyone against that. Wow, like if you want to buy like a, I'm sure there's Donald Trump calendars and a bunch yeah. of Trumpsters or, have those hanging up on their wall, or some celebrity <laughs> calendars out there. It'd yeah, be pretty disturbing if like a bunch <laughs> of lawmakers not really known for being hot made a calendar like that. Yeah, oh, it would be really disturbing. That's awful. I mean, I guess Icky. it could just be like headshots in each one, but that's super lame it's whoever like, would be into it's having like, that why on their would wall I, why would i want pictures of ugly people on my wall <laughs> i mean that's what politicians are they're ugly people yeah that's true in, but then again the i'm blind and why am i calling people ugly Who knows? <laughs> it's pretty funny <laughs> i haven't actually got into this story but riley brought it in for tonight and i find it really hilarious because it's just why do they think they have a right to privacy i mean they have a right to privacy in their private lives like off the uh clock of course right but this says Utahns have a right to see what their elected officials are up to by obtaining copies of their work calendars, a state panel decided last year. But now a lawmaker who disagrees with that decision wants to make sure those schedules stay private in the future. In the future. So it is their schedules. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like stupid. they're scared. Right. It, it does seem like they're scared. It seems like they're absolutely terrified of letting the people know what kind of schedule they're going to have. If they weren't scumbags, then why would people be going out to tell? Like, like I know, um, I know there's some crazy people out there who will just try to hurt people for no reason. You know, like I'm thinking of Bjork, how uh, one of her crazy fans mailed her like a bomb or something. Oh no! So like every once in a while, something really insane like that will happen, and yeah. like obviously, like you know. Bjork's not doing anything to hurt anybody. I'm sure she didn't do anything to deserve that. But if you're a politician and you're so afraid that because of your legislation or whatever is going to make people not like you, then that's probably a red flag. Like they don't. Yeah, it doesn't tip it's, them like, off. it's like these people want to hide from us. It's like these people don't really want to represent the actual people are supposed to be representing. They want to represent the, the the institution known as government. Well, they want to control people. Oh, of they don't they want do. to represent you. You know, like they're the whole public servant thing is a complete myth these days. It is. It's an absolute myth. It's and an it's, absolute it's a, lie. It should be a myth because I don't want some people to serve me that I yeah. am also forced to have let 
serve me. It doesn't I'm, make any sense. Yeah. The, I agree with you, Bonnie. I don't want to be forced to serve a tyrant or have a tyrant <laughs> pretend to serve me because they're yeah. just tyrants and, and thugs and despots. It's so funny because um, you can always tell that these people have a guilty conscience because they just do little things like this. Like, they don't want their schedules public. And it's like the other day, or not the other day, months ago. The FCC insanity of these people is just ridiculous. Yes. The other day, well, not the other day. I don't know why I keep saying that. But like a couple of months ago, um, one of my neighbors is a policeman. And he is the type that has the dogs. So he brings the dogs to his house. And they seem really scary. Like, they're always, like, barking at my dog and got crazy eyes. Or hmm. One of them is, like, a pit bull mix and really ugly. Huh. You think and, they'd be, like, better behaved. Right. And one of them is um, a German Shepherd. They don't leave, like, in to their credit, they don't leave the area they're supposed to not leave. But they stand at the precipice of it looking all crazy when you pass the house and then they bark at you. Um, they don't pass their... And the thing is, it's not a fence. It's a, a invisible fence thing. Mm-hmm. And that's so scary. But um, the other day, it was barking like, not the other day, months ago. It was barking at my sister and I and my dog while we were passing. And um, I said out loud to my sister, I didn't even think it was loud enough for anyone to hear it. And I also didn't know that the owner, the wife, was standing at the door while this was happening. And I said, uh, and that's a police dog. I said that to Elizabeth because she <laughs> would know what I meant. As in, oh, if that dog attacks you and you like kill it. Or something. Yeah, there's well, going to be no repercussions. Yeah. And also, you will get charged with assaulting an officer if you hurt a dog. Yeah. They're, when they're dogs. Which so is the thing about it, though, like, to bring my point to, to a circle, is I said, I said, and that's a police dog. And she got so mad. She was like, put her hand on her hip and was like staring me down. And I was just like, oh what that's like so strange you, like you have a guilty conscience yeah and if somebody walked past my house and said he's a radio show host i would <laughs> yeah you wouldn't he's, be like he's, she a, he's followed a criminal's me dog to the next to, she followed like when I, you no no when i passed the house she followed from the window and door she was standing at to the next door and stood there with her hand on her hip staring at me that's weird and that it's like little... she was like trying to be like what? Inti- no it what? seems like she's trying to be intimidating or something yeah exactly. and it's like first of all get control of your dogs why right. Your dog's threatening people on the street. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's, there's so many things about that situation that's just I just, I'm so bringing strange. It as a, it's, a, it's similar to this situation because yeah. it's like they obviously have guilty consciences. Like these people don't want people to know their schedules. It could be, yeah. oh, I'm sure the, the hit or the reason they're hiding behind is we don't want people to know where we are and then attack us January 6th, blah, blah, blah. Like, they still bring up that January 6th thing like we're supposed to be terrified of it. I mean... Right. Uh, yeah, like nothing really happened. Yeah. And I also... So Matt and I were just talking about this this morning where, let's say, you know, 100, 200 years ago, these quote-unquote public servants, um, you know, like politicians, used to be held accountable so much more when we had smaller communities. It's not so bad in New Hampshire because... We have so many state reps here and you can, whatever state rep represents your district, you could just go to their house or you could call the, like, it's very easy for us to get in, in, in contact with these people. But say 200 years ago, I mean, not that I think violence is okay, but if somebody had an issue with politicians, they were literally being tarred and feathered in the streets. Yeah, and like were. I said, I don't think that's a good thing. I, I never think violence is the answer. But it's not But violent. they were being held accountable. They were doing things that the people that they quoted, like they're allegedly supposed to be representing and serving, they clearly weren't serving them very well because the people were not happy with whatever tax increases or. I guess it or, could be considered violent. Sorry. It, yeah, it is. Thinking. It is. It's pretty gruesome and it's pretty it violent. Doesn't hurt. Like, it's I mean, not hot tar. No, yeah, it is. No, it's not hot tar. Me and um, Aria and Ian had a whole show where we like found this out. Like we always assume huh. it's hot tar, like burns your skin or something, but it's not. It's actually liquid at room temperature and it's more for humiliation. Yeah. But oh, I still yeah. I always it thought it was not like, right. like skin scalding. Yeah, we thought the same thing because you get that uh, impression. So either way, it's up for debate. But they they were either way. Is is it? Sorry, is it equal to the crime if the crime is like they're stealing from you, getting some? I mean, embarrassing. Yeah, something embarrassing is one thing. Um, Scalding their skin off is like a completely another thing. So I. Yeah, I guess it would be the temperature of the tar yeah. would be. It's like um, if, you, if it was honey. Let's say it's honey. They pour honey in. Or, or 
at least, you know, like we're we're gonna parade you in the street, yeah, and we're gonna, you know, point and laugh. Yeah, we're unhappy with you, mm-hmm. and you are going to know it, and you are either going to be removed from that position or not going to do it again. So previously, even though there's this government system that I don't really agree with, where these people are representing you know, the the rest of the population, I don't really love that system because clearly it doesn't work because it got us where we are today. Mm-hmm. Still, like, you know, if you if they did something really messed up, people would know about it and they would be brought to justice, so to speak. Nowadays, it's like the politicians and the bureaucrats and the and the state workers are so protected. Yeah, they and are. they can do whatever they want, like these cops and the CPS workers and the politics, right. like the state reps in, in, in a lot of states, like they, they, and they live in like these like, gated communities and, and they're so the far from reach. You. It's, yeah. if, you, if you even yeah. like question their authority, it's like the nerve of you. Like if you watch Ridleyo at RidleyReport.com, he's I'll just asking question. He's just I'll asking questions. You question the authority of the man in the suit. That's how they act. You must obey the man in the robe. They get offended that you would even not just like fall at their feet. And And it's like, come on, you're supposed to be representing me. Right. Exactly. And be like hired by the the problem with insulated politicians, the the problem having these these people, these tyrants, despots, and thieves insulated from us is we're not represented at all. The special interests of the state are being represented. The special interests of the government are being represented. The special interests of the authoritarian population is being represented and we are not we are not being represented by these people they don't care about you and i they don't care about the average person because they want to serve the system they want to advance their careers and be part of the absolute horrendous system that has been perpetuated by war and bloodshed and carnage yeah the majority and it's just it's just the fact that it's a fiction to begin with like no one can represent Hundreds of people or thousands of right. people. No. The best person who can represent me is myself. Yeah. I think at a certain point in history, maybe this system was a little bit more. It made sense a little bit more. Now where the population is in the hundred millions. Yeah. It's um, harder to represent the average person when populations are dense like we are today. Yeah. And even if even if they weren't, it's just like I feel like back then you could just... You could, like, when the country first started, you could kind of opt out a lot more. Like, you could just yeah. be the person down the street who kind of, like, everyone leave me alone doing my own thing. And people wouldn't come in, like, kill you for your taxes as, as often. Yeah. I mean, like, once we got rid of the freaking British. Yeah. Because yeah. they would kill you for your taxes. Yeah. And nowadays, you're killed for your taxes again, just like the British monarchy would Well, nowadays, be. you're killed for, like, everything. It's like, everything yeah. is illegal. You can't even homeschool. You know, like if you want to homeschool, all right, you can homeschool, but you have to register your children and jump through all these hoops and prove that you're able to homeschool them well. Then you're like on a watch list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You know, it's like, it's like anything you do, it's like, okay, well, you know, you still can do this, but, you know, essentially you have to buy your rights back from the, the government, right? Like, I can be a nurse. But I better get a nursing license or I will go to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is they want to make everything illegal because they want to create criminals. They don't want you to not be a criminal. They want to create criminals so they can just be like, oh, well, Bonnie misstepped this day. We're going to lock her in a cage. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. That's why there's more laws than anyone could possibly know about. Yep. So um, it's really hard to be a law abiding citizen. And everyone who claims to be a law abiding citizen, you're lying to yourself. Or just misled. It's impossible. Yeah, yeah, it's misled. I mean, oh, sorry, it's impossible at this point because there's just too many laws. And uh, Riley, you're exactly exactly right. It's that they want everybody breaking the law so that at any moment they could put you away. Exactly, and that's why they stack law. That's why they stack things. When you are in a in a cage or going to trial or whatever, they're going to stack charges against you. It's what it's what these criminals do. It's what the gangsters do. The mafia does. They stack charges against you just so that they can control your life and intimidate you into not taking a plea deal or to force you to feel afraid of these tyrants, despots, and thieves. It's, it's an intimidation tactic. And they're acting like they have to be afraid of the people, which is really stupid. And it's also just like, if I did a job where I had to be afraid of the people, wouldn't I think 
maybe something is wouldn't, my fault. Wouldn't a smart person quit? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But you know? no, they're getting like rich doing under the table crap and, you know, uh, getting high off of like the power and all that stuff. So they love these jobs and they're easy. Yep. Just sit around rubber stamping things. Yep. More government, more government, more government using their more government stamp of approval. It says Utah Senator Kurt Bramble from Provo says the state records committee got it wrong when it sided with KSL investigators last May and ordered the release of Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes's work calendar. Reyes's office appealed. On Tuesday, less than a week before KSL TV and the Utah Attorney General's office are scheduled to square off in court over access to Reyes's calendar, Bramble said he doesn't want any more official schedules to be released in response to public records requests. He is sponsoring a bill, SB 240, that would explicitly keep those records secret. I just don't, like, I know we've already kind of discussed this, but, like, why do they think they have the right for their schedules to be secret? You are a government employee. You're employed by a tyrant, a tyrannical institution. What makes you think you have the right to privacy? Well, yeah, it should be public. You serve the public, dude. You don't get privacy. You're FCC and crazy if you think you do. And like Bonnie said earlier, you know, yeah, their their private life, absolutely. Like, I don't need to know when you're going to dinner with your wife. No one one wants to know that. But all of the other schedules, like, yeah, that should be public knowledge. You're a public servant. It's it's obviously very suspect it it makes me feel very suspect of them and no that doesn't mean anyone who wants privacy is suspect it's that these people who have want more and more power these people who are supposed to be transparent to the people because of the power they supposedly have over us um or you know they do have because they have taken it um it's very suspect to want to keep those records secret is it was what it literally says here yeah says they're characterizing the move as a clarification of existing public public records law rather than a true change in policy. This is clarifying what the longstanding interpretation and practice of the law has been, Bramble told members of the Senate Judiciary Law Enforcement and Criminal Justice Committee. Utah's, oh, sorry, Utah's public records law contains a list of files that aren't subject to the law. The list of exemptions has long included a public official's daily calendar or other personal note prepared for personal use. Those two words are at the center of the center of the pending court case, and they're also the focus of Bramble's bill. His measure would remove the reference to personal use and instead exempt any calendars maintained for an official's own use. That's completely changing it. He's lying. Yeah. He said, oh, no, we're just clarifying. We're (laughs) This isn't changing it. He's taking away the word personal. And instead, it's going to um, apply to every calendar that is maintained by an official's own use. Yeah. Whether they contain work appointments, personal engagements, or both. They should just have to have two separate calendars. I'm sorry. Like, if I feel like this is just a lazy thing. Like, they don't want to have one Outlook calendar for their government official things. And It's easy to create two separate calendars nowadays. You don't need to... You don't need a rocket scientist to help you create two calendars anyway. Right. I mean, it it just seems very lazy. Yeah. Um, The KSL investigators have pushed for the public's right to see these work calendars for more than a year now. The Salt Lake Tribune filed a brief in support of KSL TV's case, arguing there is immense public interest in learning how officials spend their time on the clock. And that's exactly true. That's definitely true. At my last corporate job, they wanted to know what I was doing on the clock, which is understandable, and that these pol- these these tyrants, despots, and thieves don't want us to know what they're doing on the clock. No, thank you. Yeah, supposedly they're you know basically the same thing as our employees. Yeah, they they really are, and they've they've forgotten that. It seems it seems like these these tyrants, these thugs, they forgot who they serve allegedly. If you believe the narrative. Oh, that they serve us at all? Yeah, if you believe that narrative, which a lot of people do, mm-hmm. they they believe that we are also the government, which, you know, that's also a myth. And if these people supposedly serve us, which, you know, the myth perpetuates that they do, then they should at least have a public calendar 
that the populace can look at. It says, and by the way, KSL is the, like, I use their online newspaper classified to get coconut, my dog. Oh, wow. oh really? That's yeah. funny. <laughs> I'd already looked at, like, animal shelters, and there was just no dog that, like, was, like, right for me. There was, like, a bunch of big dogs. Yeah. And, um, I, oh, wait, I did get a dog from that one animal shelter. I forgot. But the night I got him, I had to work um, overnight at a hotel, so I just, like, let him sleep with my sister at uh, my parents' house. And... From that moment on, he had imprinted on her and was her dog. So I was like, okay, you can have Schnitzel. And then I needed another dog. So I got him off KSL's website. Um, that was just a random, um, you know, side note. It's, it's good to know because at least there's a KSL connection there. Yeah. I, I don't know why I had And if anybody it. out there needs a dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I didn't like rescue him I can't, I can't say rescued him but it was a girl who got a dog and didn't realize how much work it would be and she had a full-time job and like no family to help and he smelled like pee when i got him and in yeah. his uh like harness he was on had been chewed almost all the way through like he was like tied up inside and wow um so it's not like i'm saying she's like abusing him it's just that he is much better off with me and um because you always hear like adopt don't shop and yeah. it's just like i don't i think i'm in a gray area all. No, I think no. He's absolutely adopted because I think mm. the shop thing is more with like breeders. Yeah, I think that's what that's more like puppy mills and stuff like that. Right. But yeah, he does look like he's living his best life. He's currently um, sleeping on a giant fuzzy cheetah print pillow. <laughs> yeah. So, I got it from Aldi. <laughs> he is living his best life. It's a giant dog pillow, and it has kind of like a kangaroo pouch in it, so he can go get under the blanket, quote unquote, oh, by wow. himself. That's cool. You know, without somebody having to hold it open for him. But he doesn't use it that often. It's cute when he does. Does he? Does he get fed nice steak every once in a while? Yes, actually. Anytime <laughs> I eat something, like I feed him like any meat part of it. Yeah, and he loves that. Oh, good. But as I was telling Nikki the other day, I'm sorry to make this dog talk live, but. Um, <laughs> He won't eat raw food, and it's really weird. Like, hmm. you would think he'd have an instinct for it, and he gets all like, ew, get I that away from me. So, the, is there vegetables in it? Um, There are some vegetables in it, but it's like bones, meat, yeah. organs, and I carbs. I think um, sometimes, like, when they're not used to it, like, even if it's something like, oh, you biologically, like, should want to eat this, sometimes if they're not used to it, they just don't understand. Right, I think he's just too domesticated. Yeah, and um, it might be, because I know he's not a huge fan of vegetables. Yeah, there that are some vegetables he doesn't eat. Be it. He doesn't eat carrots. Know. Like some dogs eat carrots, and it's yeah, that's supposed so to be like a, like a favorite, a doggy yeah. favorite. And it was like help clean his teeth and stuff, but now he's like, ew, get that away from me. He only wants steak. Six oh dog. Six oh three two eight three six one six zero. It's free talk live. More coming up. Six oh three two eight three six one six zero. You can call in with whatever is on your mind. It's free talk live. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA News Update. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell announced Wednesday that he will step down from his GOP leadership position in November, citing the need for the next generation of leadership. Now it's 2024. I'm now 82. McConnell stated he will remain in his role until the November elections, but will serve out the remainder of his term, which concludes in January 2027. 
Hunter Biden has informed House Republicans that his father was never engaged in any of his business endeavors. He testified behind closed doors Wednesday in the Republican-led impeachment inquiry into the president. In his opening statement, Hunter accused Republicans of propagating innuendo and disregarding evidence in their investigation. The Super Tuesday primaries on March 5th could effectively pave the way for a Biden-Trump rematch in November. Former President Trump currently holds a delegate lead of 122-24 to 24 over Nikki Haley. John Schaefer, USA News. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older, or you're out of shape. Do it now, before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. The complete website is shopsupertea.com. Or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100. ShopSuperTea.com. Appreciate what we do? Help us advertise, market, and promote for just $5 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number you can call to bring up whatever is on your mind. 603-283-6160. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash. Digital Cash. In addition to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies, Dash was the first crypto project with a decentralized autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote Dash. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and use Dash. You can learn more at dash.org. That's dash.org. And with you in the studio tonight, you've got me, Bonnie. Riley. And Nikki. And in the last segment, we were talking about the Utah goons and um, thieves that work for the, the so-called government. The in, in the geographical polygonal land called Utah. Yep. Where Generally kind of rectangle yeah. area in the desert. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, these people are afraid of the public and fighting to have their schedules, their calendars, actually um, a secret. They even use the word secret. So I wonder, like, how many states is this a thing in? Like, is it mm. common for their calendars and their schedules to just be, like, public? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know public either, and I'd like to know. So if you know 603-283-6160, maybe we'll check our magic rectangles during the break. And it seems it like, um, in this case, it was 
KSL, which is the TV and news paper, the news agency, um, they actually fought it. So maybe it doesn't always come out in the light of day until, you know, somebody specifically is asking for these records. Maybe, because I don't think that's a thing in New Hampshire. I've never well, I've never heard of it being a thing where, I think like, it their schedule... It, I think it would have to be, because in the New Hampshire... Um, I don't remember what it is now. I used to always know it because we would say it to public officials when they didn't want to be filmed. But there is in the New Hampshire Constitution uh, that they have to be open, transparent, and honest. And that's the reasoning behind why they have to give you their name. Sometimes they'll okay. tell you, like, I don't have to give you my name. And they actually do just because of that one I mean, part it's of the just, like, so strange to me because it's, like, if you're a state representative or, like, a senator or something, like... You should just expect, right? You should expect that sort of trail. Like, they shouldn't expect people to harass them or anything. But yeah. it's like if you're voting on stuff and They're you're very a dumb, state representative, thing. like, why wouldn't you want to give people your name? You oh, know what a I mean? lot of them like, are just really dumb because they believe it's harassment when you go into the to, state like, talk to house somebody with a camera. Right? It's not harassment. It's like you're doing your job. You like. I, I just don't understand. It's like, crazy. It's, It'd be one thing if you had a private business and somebody came in and was filming you at your desk, but you aren't. You take money from the people, including the person holding the camera yeah, up there, yeah. and, and you know make decisions about their lives. How can yeah. you not feel that they have the right to film you and ask you who, what I your know, name crazy. is? I think the big thing, the reason why they feel that is they feel threatened. They feel like, oh my God, I have a job and someone's watching me do my job. And it's... it's it's strange because the yeah. state reps that I personally know, I don't think they would ever feel threatened by that. If somebody approached them and was like, oh, hey, what's your name? Uh, I just have a question about this thing. Or like, what is your opinion on this bill? I'm sure they would love to answer those questions. We do have a caller on the line. Um, unscreened caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind? You know, uh, privacy is uh, the true enemy of a pure market, uh, I believe, uh a pure market will erode all privacy, and we should uh, we should hope it happens because it'll make us a fish more efficient. But uh, I wanted to ask you guys: a, uh, why do you guys want Malay to uh, save democracy? When uh, when did I ever say that? <clears throat> yeah, I don't anyone think, ever? I don't think anyone has ever that. said that they, we want Malay to save democracy. We're just proud is, of the results. Is that, that what you want them to do? No, I don't really want him to do anything. I don't live in Argentina, yeah, I but don't really um, care. but I think a lot of like his beliefs are really cool. Um, and it seems like the people in Argentina like him. So I think you know I'm happy for them that it seems like they finally have some sort of politician in power that is a lot less corrupt than all of the people that followed him, and and with all of the you know the economic you know, uh, troubles in Argentina. Like, there's a lot of poverty. Um, if he could help the economy in any way, I mean, I think that would be really great for them. He's but, not I doing mean... That. He's uh, he's What he's doing is he's, say, he's making the democratic system solvent. And if he doesn't... Uh, if he doesn't make the, the bondholders and uh, currency holders pay the price, he's taking taxholder money and trying to pay them back for their bad decisions, and he's rewarding people who use the democratic system that got them there in the first place. What's That's he based what his belief right off of? He's trying to make those. No, I want to know what he based his belief to, off of. How do you know that? He's trying to make the government solve. Why can't you ask her a question? Why can't you ask answer a question, please? Yeah, right. Like, don't I'm go I'm on with other things. It's answer. not called a. It's not called um, Skeeter's monologue talk live. Like, I'm letting you talk live because I'm just like completely uninterested in your uneducated opinions that you're just spout <laughs> out. But Riley asked you a question, so please just answer the question, or I'm going to hang up on you. Because by. Cutting all the government spending, he's making the, their fisc, the government's fiscal position healthier. By cut, uh, so when he like he's making he's creating like a this illusion of a surplus, right? It might not be a surplus because of cash basis accounting, but let's say there's a, he's creating a surplus by cutting these government spending. What he's doing is he's ta- he's creating more tax revenue versus government spending so that he can pay back the people that funded government in the first place. Those people should take the brunt of a default. 
Okay. Why do you believe that? But why do you think that he's paying back government officials? That's Riley's question. You all you did was restate your position without answering his question. So why? Because I haven't heard that. Yeah, I haven't either. In fact, he's like not sending money out to the governors that are asking for money. And there's like a whole standoff, an article we have about that. But you know, Skeeter, he just says things and then it laughs about it and thinks he sounds really smart. Government spending programs. What? So what's the goal of cut, what's the goal of cutting government spending programs while you do not so that the government the isn't wasting people's money? But that's the goal. It does. They still tax. They still tax. He, he's just not doing everything all at once. He can't do everything all at once. And it's just like you being you and all these other people, the all these other libertarians who just go like, oh, he's not doing every single libertarian thing. He it's, doesn't have he's not the entire government. He's just one part of it. Also, he never said he was going to like create anarchy yeah. and completely dis- dismantle the entire government. I don't think he ever claimed that he was going to do that. And so far, he's, he's doing kept more a than lot of, anyone ever has to, though. Yeah, and and so far, um, he's kept a lot of his campaign promises. And honestly, like, do the people in Argentina even want like actual like full blown anarchy? I don't know if they do. They don't even want guns to be legal, which is like yeah, an like unfortunate it, it thing seems there. like they do want some form of government, which is okay. Like people are allowed to want government the main problem is like skeeter is claiming something very specific and doesn't have you know i hate to say you know source but that's kind of the thing it's like you can't just say something you can't just yeah you can't just make claims i mean you can but i want to know why you believe the claims you do yeah he does he doesn't have a way to explain that because i don't know if he's like a fed and just gets fed a script and literally can't have a conversation about it because it's a script or if he's just very stupid but he's also very stupid so well i know he's an entertaining caller sometimes so i don't i've never been entertained by him (laughs) i thought it was entertaining for nobody to like absolutely rail against him the other day and because he just like (laughs) didn't know what to say to some of the stuff nobody says because you just don't know what's about to come out of Nova's mouth. <laughs> yeah, he, at any he time. was on fire on Thursday. It was he really fun. was on fire. It was like a ten out of ten nobody episode. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a that's a co-host named nobody for any listeners who are confused. Um, so that's like that's basically all I have about this Utah thing. It's uh, pretty hilarious and really shows their true colors. The idea that. The public wouldn't have an interest in learning how elected officials spend their time on the clock is just so stupid. And I can't imagine even trying to, you know, defend that argument. It's like, you know, sometimes lawyers are put in positions where they have to defend an argument that they don't even believe. Like, I couldn't do this with a straight face. So stupid. So, yeah, um, the government officials in um, Utah being scared little insects under a rock doesn't surprise me at all. In other news from CBSNews.com, Sam Bankman-Fried... Fraud? Yeah, Sam Bankman-Fried. He's a fraudster who ran a cryptocurrency um, exchange, and it failed. And then it was found out, oh, he was doing all this um, behind-the-scenes stuff with people's money that was illegal, that he wasn't supposed to be doing. And he is now facing a 100-year recommended sentence. And... The news today is that his lawyer is asking the judge to reject this 100-year recommended sentence. I just think it's very, it's it's very interesting that. Well, it's usual for someone to do that. Like in Ian's case, I'm sure the the lawyers wanted the judge to reject Ian's sentence. Did they not? Well, yeah, I didn't say that. That's abnormal. It's just I I find it really interesting how the media treats. Um, this guy just so much more fairly like oh, yeah. his lawyer says this and their lawyer say that and, and with Ian it's just like he's a fraud lock him up yep and um honestly all this really tells me is that his lawyer is just like much better than Ian's uh, lawyer like because he's probably gonna get this he's probably not gonna get a hundred years he yeah he probably, probably doesn't won't. deserve a hundred years in jail like I'm not like somebody who's like oh put him in jail for the rest of his life because he's a fraudster just like don't do business with him. You know? Yeah. Um, it says, Sam Bankman-Fried, I think is how you say, say it, yep. Sam Bankman-Fried's lawyer is arguing that a suggested 100-year prison sentence for the FTX founder by an arm of the court is grotesque and barbaric. 
Instead, the attorney said Tuesday that a term for a few of a few years behind bars is appropriate for cryptocurrency um, crimes that the former cryptocurrency executive still disputes. Wait, so he hasn't been convicted yet? Or no, he just he was convicted, but not hasn't been sentenced. All right. So, um, in I'm trying to figure out how many years this is. So. I wish it would just pop right up. So they're asking for six and a half years. That's what it says here. That's a big difference. Oh, it's a huge difference. It's yeah. like night and day. That's but good point. also, I think I do, you know, I'm not even going to have an opinion really on how long this guy should go to prison for. A um, hundred years does feel excessive, though. I mean, and, and if if we look at, you know, the, the history of the criminal justice system, uh, people have like actually murdered other people and raped people and gotten a lot less oh, yeah. than a hundred years. And, and I will say in a lot of those cases, I'm like, Ugh, like that person probably should have gotten more. Um, but it is, it's kind of sad how you'll have these more like white collar type crimes. Um, and they'll get like, you know, these multi multiple life sentences and all this like crazy stuff. But you can actually, like, murder people and, like, really physically hurt people. And it's like, oh, six months. Like, I just, uh, there was there was a story, the other, and this is very off topic, but just to kind of prove my point, I saw a story where this woman waterboarded her, like, toddler, like, baby, Whoa. and then put it in the freezer to try to, like, prove that her baby daddy didn't care, or, like, to try to see if he cared or not, wow. which is, like, what? completely insane. It's like, that is insane. you are torturing your baby and, like, trying to drown them. Like, what? Wow. Um, and then, essentially, she admitted her crimes to the police when, because she obviously wasn't very smart, admitted her crimes to the police and, like, tried to be like, oh, well, I was just trying to see if he even, like, gave a crap about the kid. And the cops were like, like yeah, just we... Gonna be like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, cool. As that long, makes you sense. Know. That makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and she was sentenced for 30 days. Wow. Really? For 30 days? That's it? After, yeah. So I like, think that's absolutely you, ridiculous. That's like she, she, uh, attempted... killed her child. Yeah, that's attempted murder. That is, like, child abuse. That is, like, throw... Stack that's up a, the charges. That's actual victim full yeah, crime. Yeah, baby. And then, you know, but God for, yeah, I mean, obviously it's awful that this guy scammed a bunch of people, but he gets a hundred years. A hundred years is pretty crazy. And it's like, I'm one of the people who is always making the point that what he did is more of a crime than what Ian did. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I also just don't think uh, putting somebody in a box for a hundred years, AKA the rest of their life yeah. makes any sense. But we actually do have a caller on the line, Scott from New Hampshire. Scott, I'm wondering if you heard the callers, the last caller, or if you uh, just now got to the phone. No, I just got to the phone. I was uh, having dinner. So okay. I did not hear the last caller. He was making some ridiculous claim, um, and of course, he's not here to restate his position. But um, I know that you're calling in about Malay tonight, and he was claiming that, oh, well, it's actually anti-freedom to support Malay because he's... Um, by not taking so many taxes, by not doing so much government spending, he is somehow more statist. It's just stupid. I guess. I guess you would have had to hear it. Could anybody else restate it better? He was no. saying no. I had I no. Either. I really didn't know what he was talking about. So it's just on about some crap. It's, so, well, you have to support uh, government spending with taxes. So that doesn't make sense. Uh, either you you. You support government spending with taxes, you support it with debt, which is future taxes, or you mm. support it with money printing, which is inflation, which is another form of tax. Yeah. So it's all a form of coercion. It, it is. So you're right. That's the actual pro-liberty stance for anybody that got confused by Skeeter's call. But what did you have um, for us tonight about Argentina, Scott? Wow. Uh it's uh, it's pretty hot over there. <laughs> um, electing a libertarian president that is actually trying to destroy the Argentinian deep state is ruffling a lot of feathers. So, uh, yeah, uh, I how heard, so? I heard something about um, a governor, a governor's uh, maybe it's like a province. A province made their own right. currency because they're trying to say, oh, we don't need your money to the federal government there. Um, 
what what all what all happened with that and what all happened in general because it's been a lot recently right yeah well as we talked about they have 200 percent inflation it's 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 absolutely ridiculous the economy has been contracting it it it's a terrible situation there and the only mechanism they has really is to cut spending so he can cut monetary mission cut money printing and allow his 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 company to recover because you can't really recover with 200 percent inflation you're nobody's going to be willing to invest in your country it just it's it's a it's and the people are getting poorer and poorer it's a it's a terrible situation so malay passed a law that or well didn't pass but he put in a law the basis law which would have cut spending quite a bit and would have helped him achieve a budget surplus. He he calls it deficit zero. We're not going to have any more deficit. We're not going to have a deficit, meaning we're not going to spend more than we take in in taxes. So that law was was rejected by Congress, this basis law. After that, the only mechanism Malay had was to cut more spending and in particular cut transfers to the provinces. So the provinces pay taxes, they give it to the central government, and the central government uses some of those taxes to fund things like the military or whatnot, and then they return some of those taxes back to the states, or, Mm. well, the provinces. Mm. However, there's a certain amount they have to return, and then there's this other amount that's above that. It's called the discretionary amount. And Malay has cut the discretionary amount 98%. The problem is, is a lot of these provinces are fiscally very poorly run and spend more than they take in in taxes or they get. They're, like, for example, Chibut, uh, for every uh, – the, the, some of the provinces, for, for example, a province named Chibut in the Panagonia region has 75 government, government workers for every 1,000 people. That's a lot. That is a lot. Wow. That's almost, yeah, that's almost, that's almost 10% of the population is government workers. Yeah. And, and it makes sense. They would, you know, they'd want their money sent, sent to them um, right. that they've stolen from the other 90% of the people there. Right. And this, this province, when, when Malay shut off their transfers, so he, he cut down on transfers so that they could reduce spending absolutely went crazy the the governor of the province uh, a guy named Naco Torres threatened the federal government with with shutting down oil production so oil is produced in Panagonia region and specifically one of a large oil a lot of oil reserves are in Chibut so the governor of Chibut threatened it to to turn off all the oil reserves until Malay reinstated his money. And doesn't that as well. hurt them? That's what I, I've been hearing this story, but not like reading anything. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I'm very confused. No, like if you if you shut off your oil reserves, you can't make any money off them. So right, yeah, that uh, makes that makes that no sense. Like Bonnie's saying, right. And, but they're just doing this to like lash out at Malaya for somehow. So it would also affect. Are you, is the idea that it would also affect the federal government, and they're just trying to lash out at Malaya for what he's doing to them? Right. What they're trying to do is hurt Malay and get him to capitulate, and and not and not continue with his fiscal responsibility, because they would prefer, I think, that the federal government fails rather than they fail, which would hurt them politically. But uh, if the federal government fails, then everybody is in probably 90% poverty, but they could always blame it on the federal government. So essentially, there's 24 governors, 24 provinces, and 23 of the governors have come out against Malay. I'm not surprised. For practice of cutting off discretionary funds. Um, there's this also this this thing that's happening where the the provinces take out a debt with the federal government. And this is all contractual, so they'll 
they'll they'll they'll ask the government the federal government for a loan, and the the federal government will give them a loan, and they're supposed to pay it back. And if they do not pay it back, they will reduce the transfers to the province. So if they are not paying back the loan, the government will just withhold automatically the transfers to the province. Well, this is really what caused the situation in Chabut to flame up is they took out a loan. It's actually the previous government, governor of Chabut. They did not pay it back. And then the new governor of Chabut basically is going crazy because he, he wants, he, he, th he thinks that they should be able to not pay back their loan. <laughs> and um, so it, it's, it's just, it's just wild there. Malay is flying close to the sun in, in my opinion. Right. Because it, it seems like this could, you know, put a target on his back. Cause now he's actually messing with the money of the parasite. I mean, class. it sounds like it already has. Yeah. You know, right. Do the provinces in Argentina have, you know, more rights than the federal government, in your opinion? Uh, provinces generally don't, but okay. they they generally don't, but Malay is actually trying to give them more power. Yeah. He's trying to allow them to be more independent and pay well, that's for actually good. more of their more of their more of their their um projects, infrastructure, et cetera, on their own. So well, that sounds like more work than just having, you know, the feds do it while they pocket all the taxes right. they can pocket themselves. It, the amount of corruption in these transfers and the, the the infrastructure projects, the public works is enormous. So cutting it out is actually cutting out a ton of the 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 corruption and yeah you already told us at least one story about how christina kirshner an old president her family owned um a construction business and so she would get like the infrastructure projects and they would just be either very expensive or never get done do you have any more sounds on, like the u.s it does do you have any more on that uh scott um sure if you i can talk some more Okay, it's 603-283-6160, Free Talk Live, more coming up, don't go anywhere, 603-283-6160. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Radio. Why should I advertise on radio? There's nothing to look at. No pictures. Listen, you can do things on radio you couldn't possibly do on TV. That'll be the day. All right, watch this. <clears throat> okay, people, and now when I give you the cue, I want the 700-foot mountain of whipped cream to roll into Lake Michigan, which has been drained and filled with hot chocolate. Then the Royal Canadian Air Force will fly overhead towing a 10-ton maraschino cherry, which will be dropped into the whipped cream to the cheering of 25,000 extras. All right, cue the mountain. Now, you want to try that on television? Well... You see, radio is a very special medium because it stretches the imagination. Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. <laughs> 